I've got about 10 seconds to tell you about how you can get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win a five-night trip to the New York Comedy Festival while you're there too. But I've run out of time. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Laura Solon and Steve Williams. Good morning. Good, Good morning. morning. Welcome, Steve. First one of the year. It is my first one of the year. It's the second one of the year, though, isn't it? Uh, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 50 okay. hit rate this year. And, um, <laughs> and Laura's uh, back with us again. Welcome, Laura. Thank you. And um, we arrived... Um, we arrived about seven-ish. We've been sitting around chatting and reading the papers. And what should happen? Uh, page seven of the Daily Mirror. The following headline. Too fat for a cat scan. <laughs> <laughs> we can use the horse scanner at the zoo. <laughs> and this is uh, the story of someone who... Um, the cat sc- I had a cat scan, actually, not that long ago. You, you go in a little... It's like a big um, hula hoop. Yeah. Um, tremendously boring, aren't they? I mean the snack food rather than the, uh, <laughs> the exercise uh, thing. It's and you go through it on a little uh, on a little um, slide. <laughs> so, I know I'm selling it. People are thinking, "Oh, try the cat scan thing." I, I can't afford Alton Towers this year. But this person went. Was it a man or a lady? Do we well, know? It's several people. Oh, it's several people. It's overweight patients. Okay, plural. Uh, one of my favourite card games. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you just put the cards in the folds of the person you're playing with, <laughs> rather than on the floor. Um, yeah, so they were told that the the cat scan, which is the sc- the normal scanner, the human being scanner, let's call it that now, at the uh, at the hospital was uh, was a bit too small for them. So um, they had to get in an ambulance and uh, took them to London Zoo. And yeah, they had to go to the zoo <sighs> for their got, scan. That's got to be humiliating. Well, I, I don't Lying know. Lying in your hospital bed. I, I imagine that uh, they're quite philosophical. <laughs> <laughs> they always knew the zoo was just around the corner. <laughs> they they kept on with those hobnobs. Uh, it was a one-way ticket to the zoo. Do you remember that? Anyone listening having a big fry up? Imagine it's like well, you know when you get a new prisoner in a, in one of those prison movies, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and all the other prisoners when they arrive are got a sort of dragging their um, metal cops against the bars, oh, bars and catcalling yeah. as they're led in. As you go into the zoo, you can imagine the chimpanzees giving you such dick when the fat person <laughs> arrives for their scan on the horse scan. <laughs> Why is there a horse scanner to zoo? Is what I'm asking. Yeah, why is it not an elephant scanner? Yeah, do they have horses in the zoo? <laughs> there are no horses at London Zoo. No, exactly. That's why the scanner is sitting there free. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, there's a mix up there. I, I have a terrible feeling. There's, there's, I suppose, I suppose the zebras are all right on it. Oh, yeah, they can fit. Good fit. Pretty, yeah, they're pretty good fit. There's a picture in the mirror of a horse on the horse scanner. It looks incredible. He's it, trussed up and on his He's all tied up and he's, he's t- his tail has got a glove on <laughs> for some reason. It must be a particularly cold day to put a mitten on the tail. Because you know that tail tip, if that gets cold, you never get warm again. <laughs> I find that. If there's any equine. What are they scanning it listening. for? The horse. Yeah. I think they're trying to find the jockey on that one. It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a pile up at the, uh, at the race and, and it all got mangled together. <laughs> And, no, it's a, it is a, a t- the idea of arriving for the 
to use the horse. How, it says here that some people are transported on low loaders mm. and taken to the. I mean, that's gonna. That's the day you join Weight Watchers, isn't it? I think if they're going to use the horse scan, that the fat people should have to travel in the horse box, looking out the, that <laughs> slot at the, at the back. back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so you're driving to the match, and so there's some fat people on the way to the uh, horse scan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so see they've already got the nose bags on. <laughs> It's uh, oh, uh, if ever now, I think we as a nation, we, we you know, obesity is a big problem, and, and I think we need motivation to try and. Uh, I mean, you know, we will horse scan you. Yeah, and if the New Year's resolution isn't working as well as you thought, let's do it the other way. Rather than positive thinking, I want to be thin. Think I don't want to be on the horse scanner. Carrot and stick. Yeah, though. More stick. They're, they're not going to be attracted by a carrot. <laughs> What about Mars bar and stick? Donut and stick. <laughs> yeah. Then you don't need the string. You can just have the Mars bar on the, on the end. That would be lovely. But, I mean, but the horses... The horses must be a bit miffed, having to queue behind... Well, they're in peak physical fitness as well, horses. Exactly, and the stair scanner. But they're thinking it's bad enough when these people ride us. Yeah. And now they're using our medical <laughs> equipment. And those people ride them, it is bad news. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's, oh, imagine when you get on it and they say, you get, you're being strapped onto the horse scanner. <laughs> and they say, oh, Lee, you, saw it, you don't need to use those two leg straps. They'll be, they'll be over for you. Oh, no. Just put your forearms in those. Oh, no. Please. Please. No more. No more people on the horse scanner. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner. It makes you wonder what kind of creature the cat scanner was originally planned for. <laughs> anyway, look, um, I um, I had a slight... Uh, I had an accident this week. <gasps> yeah. Were you trying to get on the cat scanner yourself? No, I... I, I um, it, was a, it was a shower-based accident. I, really? I, I hit my head in the shower. Yes, I know what you're all thinking. Is he that old? <laughs> He's not uh, one of those rails. Basically, shower-based injuries are for the elderly, aren't they? Because uh, <laughs> it came as such a horrible shock because the shower... I find the shower to be a lovely, comforting, warm, mm. steamy, soapy... It's your friend, like, Exactly, it's not yeah. like a cupboard door which you leave open above your head and no, you catch it on. And you don't think of it in, in the sharp edges front, but there are taps, of course, in the shower. There are, and some showers are evil. The ones that are wired up to other taps in the house, and you, someone opens the other tap, and your shower goes scalding hot. There are oh. evil showers. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I don't have one of those showers. <laughs> the only problem with my shower—if I had to be critical of my shower—I—I um, I, I could do with a, a bit of an anti-lime scale mm. um, thing on it. And it's got an overhead. Um, what do they call it? They call it the rose, the thing that the water they comes do, out yes. of. Yeah, it's got. It's got. I think they call it that. That's very poetic. Oh, yeah. Shower head. That's certainly what they call it on a watering can, and it's the same principle. Let's it face rose. it. Yeah. Uh, so it's got very lime scaly. I don't know what yeah. lime scaly is. So some of the owls are a bit bonged up. Do you should do. Wash your hair with Calgon. Is that with Calgon? <laughs> Calgon. What is that? It's a lime scale remover for is your washing it? machine. Oh. <laughs> Well, maybe I could just put that on my rose. Well, that's <laughs> um, well, no, it sounds like a good sting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, I, uh, what's happened is in, the water used to come just straight out of these holes, and now they've gone all limescale. It's like it's going to be um, Jean Mel Jean. Michel Jarre laser <laughs> show. There's, there's two that just hit the door now, yeah. two of the jets. So when I open, they, I'm hit before, I'm wet before I get in the show. But I'm, I can live with that. But what happened is my cleaner very kindly bought me some soap for Christmas. And Was that a bit of a comment? 
I don't <laughs> think so. I think it was a. She said I was just looking around your house at things that you um, needed, and I saw <laughs> I, I saw um, you know there was a there was an opening in the soap area. Yeah. <laughs> But she has bought me the biggest bars of soap I have ever... They're like transistor radios from the 60s. They are a, it's a two-hander bar two-hander of soap. Two-hander bar of soap. Now, that makes you very anxious when you're in the shower, because if, you think, you if, if I drop this, I'll be, I'll be in hospital. Uh, <laughs> With a broken foot. Well, there are many tiny bones on the top of the foot, yeah. and I've, I've often wondered about this with big soap, but I've never had soap this big before. <laughs> so, anyway, it's, I was washing away... And it was at the stage where the edges were just starting to come off the soap. You know, you know when, mm. you, when you first have soap, it's got sharp edges. Yeah, yeah. And then about halfway through the shower, it's like a relationship. The sharp edges turn into nice, cosy, rounded, slippery edges, and you can yeah. relax. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I took my eye off the ball. And uh, did I mention that part of the show? No. <laughs> and uh, I dropped the soap, and I thought, oh, I, I, my immediate thought was the foot. So I went down to catch the falling soap, and I hit my head, I mean, properly nearly knocked myself out, blood on oh. the shower floor, like in Psycho. Oh. A domestic horror movie. Well, more of a domestos. <laughs> I could see Domestos from where I was. I was on the road to Domestos. Did it, when, when, you, when your life flashes <laughs> before your eyes, did your what-am-I-going-to-tell-the-doctor flash... Before your eyes. Sure, the first thing you think is, I've got to get a towel around me. Yeah, before that's you see. I, <laughs> I slipped on a cocktail gherkin last year in my kitchen. Well, that could happen to anyone. And I landed really. See, what was it? Christmas? <laughs> no, it was just. It was a cornichon, I think they're called. Oh. And I slipped on the floor. And I, uh, my thought was, when I thought I'd broken my bottom because it was very painful. Mm. I thought, what am I going to tell people? Because I think this is not going to elicit sympathy. No, I slipped on a cocktail gherkin. <laughs> I mean, thank God the uh, the cocktail stick wasn't through. <laughs> you could have been skewered. I think my first thought was, I'm going to have to get one of those rubber mats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then that is the end, isn't it? That was what... And you need a chair, then you want a plastic chair. Because when I'm in a hotel and there's one of those rubber mats in the in the, the bath of the chair, I remove it immediately. And it's like, you know, it's like, it's like pulling a, an octopus, an op- octopus, octopus tentacle off a fellow diver's back. <laughs> you feel like you're being correct. But I love the sound, but to, to live with the rubber mat, I couldn't cope with that. So it was, um, it was shocking, and, and it was a little um, intimation of mortality, I felt. Come with me on this. <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. Frank, we've had a we've had an incredible text in. How about this for a text? Uh, someone said in Frank Limescale, that's bad. You've only had your shower a year. How weird is that? Well, I had I, that hadn't occurred to me that I have only had it a year. But that person is correct. I am, how marvellous it is <laughs> that um, there is a listener who knows when I had it my shower. That makes me feel like I'm wrapped in there. In a warmth. Unless they, they live in your flat and you don't know. I don't think my girlfriend would know how long we'd had the shower if I asked her now, face to face. She said, I don't know, ask me about the shower. Ask your listeners. Sure up. That's what she'd say. But that's a, that's a good point, though. So you've only had your shower year and it's already suffering with Well, I mean, I don't know. What is, what is the uh, lime scale time scale? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, is it me looking at looking at Steve sneaking at me as if there's something limey about me? Yeah. I am a limey, of course, in the old traditional term. But you've got you've got some solutions to it. Zero seven one five says uh, the best thing for lime scale is citric acid. And then I don't like the sound of citric no, acid. Five four nine one. Frank, soak your rose head in vinegar overnight. 
job done. It's not we do with conkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the trouble is with... I, I, let me, let me uh, paint you a, 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 a picture of my um, rose head. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, it's not one of those that's on like a spindly metal tube that you can move about you know it's fixed, it's fixed. and it's fixed to the ceiling you, of the shower you need a vinegar nose bag yeah well you do it. i mean quite a big one it's, it must be a foot across my rose head <laughs> <laughs> and um, certainly never when it's fully it displayed called, i've never heard it called a rose that is head. what it's called honestly i think it's the same for ornamental fountains it's all you know it's all the same principle large disc <laughs> holes and um <laughs> I mean, I could just get a normal tap, I suppose, and hang a, a colander under it. Yeah. That's just occurred to me. I never <laughs> thought of that before. Um, but, um, or I could maybe run it through a teenager's face. And it'd come out the spot holes. Oh, sorry, everyone. You've all looked at me in slight disgust. So, um, I don't know how I can... What if I just put vinegar on it with a J-cloth? That's not going to work. That's not. It? That's not been an answer that's been texted in. But no, someone said, "Get that shower head descaled," or you could be harbouring the Legionella bacteria in it. Oh, now, now in that's, it, as in, that's in it, right in it. no, just street. in it. Legionella, of course, is the uh, female legionnaire from yeah. Marvel comics. <laughs> and if you've seen a sort of bosty girl in a in a, in, in desert clothing, yeah, on a quite saucy camel, harbouring on your rose. <laughs> I don't want to do any harbouring, obviously, at, uh, no. not in my own shower. Uh, well, that's... I'll get that sorted. I think what I used to... I've, I've got another shower in, a, in another property. We won't go into details. Wouldn't and that that's got the a, height of extravagance? That's got a... Uh, properties of it. Yeah, well, it would, yeah. It's quite a distance as well. It's, <laughs> it's got a robbery rose head on it. Um, robbery, the, the, the actual nozzle bits are rubber rather than metal. All right. And that, I just, I flick them individually. Yeah, that's good. And you can that, flick yeah. them in, into a perfect stream. So they're a bit, um, you know, they've got the twisted, yeah. the twisted stream, and I flick them when suddenly they're smooth and lovely. I yeah. can't do that with a metal rose, it won't have it. I need vinegar and I need it now. <laughs> Malt or balsamic? Just says vinegar. Oh, well, Someone it's... else has said spirit of salts. You can use spirit of salts. Spirit of, spirit of salt. I love the salt. That is brilliant, isn't spirit it? Of salt. It's like essence of summer. Yeah. Spirit of salt. Sounds, sounds like, like a nice, it, it, nice air freshener. Yeah, it's got um, it's got a lovely um, alliteration thing yeah. to it as well. It does. I like the way your shows turn from like entertainment to a sort of home help. No, but I find this entertaining because I didn't <laughs> know when I woke up this morning. I had never heard the phrase "spirit of salts" in I my feel life. Better for learning. And now that is lodged in my <laughs> vocabulary. Or and if like that if that ain't what radio's about, <laughs> then I'm. Uh, uh, Sir Gerald Nabarro. Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. And another thing that happened to me, and this is a very recent development in my life. I went to a, a, a mate's house the weekend and. Was that uh, a recent development? Well. Friendship. It's just, uh, <laughs> visiting. <laughs> no, I did a lot of visiting as a child. We used to say, my mum would say, Sunday we'll, we'll do visiting. <laughs> And that's what we did, we visited. And no one had a phone, so we turned up at people's houses, many of them weren't in, so we visited someone else. So there was tres a list. trespassing or visiting? <laughs> yeah. no, it was, well, it was visiting, ideally. Depends yeah. if they wanted you to come or not. Yeah, it was a proper thing that people did. Let's go visiting. Imposing. I like the idea of visiting with no noun on the with end no of agenda. it. No agenda. Yeah, it's, it's just a verb. We'll visit, and whoever we visit is 
not that relevant. What do you do at the weekend? Tons of visiting. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so my, my friend, uh, what I've developed in, in later life, and this has only just been the last two or three years, is a cat allergy. Well, out of nowhere? I discovered it in the dentist's. What? I was stroking the dentist's cat. My girlfriend was in the chair in an adjoining room. and Were I a Bond villain? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it did sound a bit... I was a Bond villain at the time. In a dentist's chair as well, swivelling around. Um, Dan- Daniel Craig forced me out <laughs> um, as part of his family's vendetta against me. You, you visited him too much. You'll know time. that Rachel Weisz stole my cleaner. So I have a long-running feud with that, with that family. Anyway, um, Stoll actually may, might be a little bit, a bit harsh. She lured. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I went to the mate's house. and oh, Yeah, the cat allergy. I, uh, I, um, I was stroking the dentist's cat. And, uh, and I heard my girlfriend laughing hysterically in the chair in the other room. And I thought, I, I didn't think they still use that gas. <laughs> um, but she was laughing that I'd sneezed about 100 times in two minutes, which I, I hadn't really What's noticed. What's the dentist doing your teeth? He was doing uh, my girlfriend's teeth. I was in the, oh, the, the waiting yeah. room playing with his cat. Ah, right, yeah. You see, you get it? Yeah, get the geography? Know. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I went round a friend's house, and they've got a cat with long hair, and uh, I think it <laughs> knows. Teenage cat. I think, it, yeah, exactly. Hippie. <laughs> it's uh, got it all come forward like a One Direction member. <laughs> and I think this cat knows that it makes me uh, sneeze and cry. Cause oh, it, they, it, they sense the get. They sense it got the closer, way. and yeah. I felt it was... Um, shrugging its shoulders a bit in order to um, emanate dander. <laughs> you know, to get the dander up. To get my dander up, certainly. You know, it's the dander that's the problem on a cat. Is it? Yeah. Dander, it comes from the same root as dandruff. It's, it's skin uh, skin bits. The cat's skin bits are in the air. And that's, and that's what, what goes up my nose. Yeah. So w- what happened then? Did you have a reaction? Did you oh, God, I just sneeze and my throat hurts. And what, I want, I mean, what you want to do, ideally, is when your friends are out the room, scotch guard the cat really quickly. Just Shave keep, it. Just keep an aerosol can in the thing. Or maybe, you know, you can't turn up with a bin line, with a window. Uh, so it's, it's I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to stop going there, absolutely. No. Kill. Yeah, it's, it's part of my long problem with cat. It started as a child. My dad used to say... Um, course of cats if a cat um if a cat urinates on a uh, on a plant dies immediately <laughs> so the dog why did your dad say that he you? did he'd say it, this is why we had, his argument was why we had a dog right because there'd be a debate <laughs> why, about, why don't we have a cat and he'd say well because if the dog if a dog urinates on a plant it's it lives, fine lives forever it's fine did you live in a biodome but, but or if <laughs> In if a treehouse. Do you live in it? <laughs> it was a gra- I, my dad was a great defender of dog urine. He <laughs> <laughs> was one of, its, one of its great champions. Exactly. <laughs> dog urine, I think, it would be, it'd be anathema now if it wasn't for people like my dad singing his praises. <laughs> and then um, I lived with a woman who had a, had a cat, and I remember the first night she moved in... Um, I said, oh, the cat's in the bedroom, just get that out. She said, what do you mean? I said, the cat's gone into the bedroom. She said, no, I always have the cat in the bedroom. And I said, oh, no, I can't have the cat in the bedroom. And it was really quite a, you know, I'm, well, I'm moving out then type of a argument. It's a big... Really? Me or the you cat? Know, the cat in the bedroom. Mm. They, um, 
Don't they emanate poisonous gases at night or something? If or they that... wee on you, you die. Well, exactly. <laughs> Immediately. But the upside is if you get it on your shower, it'll remove the lime scale. <laughs> well, there's obviously there's... Um, yeah, there's pros and cons <laughs> with the cat in the bedroom scenario. I'm not denying that. Well, I just think that don't they use up more oxygen at night? We have our cat in our bedroom and I'm still alive. Uh, is it plants that use up more oxygen? I think I read somewhere that purring takes up five times more oxygen than breathing. Really? Yeah. What about smoking? Well, a cat who smokes and then purrs. No, well, that I, would, I, I simply wouldn't tolerate that. <laughs> I, I have my limits, but yeah. So, uh, is it what is it? I've got mixed up. Is, is it plants that emanate poisonous gases at night, so you don't have them in your bedroom? I thought they they released uh, um, oxygen. Okay, oh, well I don't want to. Well, obviously, it sounds like I'd know, if house plants release poisonous gases at night, they're no, more. No, I think you're right. I think they release a good stuff yeah. at night. They release oxygen, and that's why you don't want cats in your bedroom because if they urinate on those plants, <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> I think we've got there. I think we're there now. It sounds like science. Yeah. Now we have that basis. You now then we can we can move on. But it's, you've got to get your, text in. Let's get the that. facts. Let's get the facts straight to start off with. Frank. 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 Skimmer. Frank Skimmer. Absolute Radio. My uh, headphones have gone, so I'm having to use the producer's headphones, which means that that sort of coily uh, thing that you have, not coily, you know, the coily lead, <laughs> the coily lead that you have is against my throat. It's quite, it's quite dangerous. It's brummy for Kylie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, imagine, imagine getting completely choked. We've, uh, we've, had, a, we've had a text in, Frank. Uh, people have been responding to the cat thing. I hope the dentist cat was called Macavity. That, nice. is, that is excellent. That would be neat. He that. could have had another one called Phil, too, which is oh. nice as well. Yeah, not Phil. as good as, not as, good as not McCavity. <laughs> someone else has texted in to McCavity. say... McCavity, never, never, cla- <laughs> never top a classic, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> someone else has texted to say, plants nick your oxygen and put out carbon dioxide at night. So... You were right. Oh, they, yeah. they do. I thought. Oh, I've got. So if this person about is plants. indeed right, so you, yeah. you don't want plants or cats in your bedroom. What? Nothing in your bedroom. Okay, nothing in or your rose bedroom. Or roseheads. Nothing. Farce. And there's, uh, we've had another one that says that the pollen from lilies kills cats. Dave from Croydon. Da- Dave from Croydon says like, it like he he knows. That sounds like graffiti to me. Pollen from lilies. That'd be brilliant graffiti, wouldn't it? I urge you all now to go out and spray that on a nearby water. Is that, is that legal to it? No, you can't incite graffiti. Oh, exactly. Don't just do it in your own homes. Uh, there's a, there's is that true? The pollen. Ironic because they use lilies at funerals when the damage has already been what done. Do they use at cat funerals. Um, I think they use shovels. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, the, all the cat funerals Barbecues. I've been at. <laughs> I've been at some very, very good... Oh, I just looked up then and that, that story about the horse scanner was on the TV screen. It's it's following me around. There's another great horse story in the news this week. Oh, yeah? Uh, it's it's in the mail about a lady in on a remote Scottish island who keeps a horse in her semi-detached house. And my favourite thing about the story is the horse is called Grey Lady 2... Named after the woman's first pony, Let me Grey guess. Lady. Oh, God, I, that should have <laughs> been not the number two, two T O O. That it's not T O O. It is. It's Grey Lady as well. Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> Clever. Her neighbours are, are outraged. Yeah, she's keeping a horse. I don't think she's keeping a horse because uh, I don't like it. It's it's the Mail Online's a suggested like pun: the unwelcome horse guest. Um, it's only there awaiting a scan. Yeah. 
<laughs> There's a lot of fat people on the island. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is it, I had an idea that it was illegal to keep a horse in a, in a house. It doesn't say... It's her house. Why is it legal to keep a horse in a house? Um, you know, it's one it's of those... It's difficult to say. Yeah, one of those uh, bylaws. You may may not keep a horse in a house. Well, I imagine it's dangerous for the horse, isn't it? You know, stairs. Can they walk downstairs no, they or is that cows? They can go upstairs and not downstairs. Oh, they can go upstairs. That's what they have firemen's Cows can go upstairs but not downstairs. Really? Then they are destined for heaven. How beautiful. Or the sports department. Is that right? That cows can only go upstairs? I may have just made that up. I like the idea of that. I think they have difficulty going downstairs. Imagine, imagine thinking, oh no, who built that abattoir in the basement? Now we're going to have to have, get a big cow lift. <laughs> they don't have to combat a lot of stairs in their daily, their daily routine, cows. Well, no, only from passers-by. <laughs> no, well, that's... Uh, I... I think it's illegal to. There are house. There are house horses. There are miniature horses that people. Yeah, people use them keep to guide indoors. Dogs. Guide they horses. Tiny horses. You're tiny, but this is this is a proper horse. This is a full size horse. Is it? What is it? A shy horse or something? Uh, no, it's a dapple grey. Dapple grey. Hence, oh, hence its name. And she said, it, lady. I, she said, this is my own property. If I want to even keep an elephant in the house, I can. What I jumbo had... too? <laughs> <laughs> jumbo also. <laughs> Jumbo again would be a good one. That'd be a great name, Jumbo. Jumbo the sequel. Jumbo again wouldn't be a bad uh, name for a novelist, would it? It's not the only uh, uh, pet story that's been in the news this week as well. They're saying that, uh, according to the, the Telegraph, dogs cause three family arguments every week. No, the average dog causes three family arguments, so there's some that are doing More. better than that. Yeah, and Some's some that are docile to the extreme. <laughs> yeah. In fact, they're peacemakers <laughs> in many yeah, ways. Dogs. Oh, someone's yeah. just texted in to say rubbish on the cow fat, so I clearly have made it up. Uh, well, no, <laughs> oh, hold on, they could be wrong, unless it's some sort of... Hang on, we should vote. There's three of yeah, us and yeah. one of them. Three, one. My made-up fact, is it right or wrong? I want to know more about the list. Now, if it's a herdsman, yeah. I'm going with... I'm or a cow stair manufacturer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a stair yeah. lift for cows. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so the, this, yeah, the dog, um, the dog, yeah, the dog arguments. Pa- according to the Telegraph, spats range from disagreeing about who should take the dog for the walk, feeding them too many treats, and humanising your pets, which I think means when women and is men... that like enamelling? Humanising. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, I, I can imagine. I don't have pets, but um, I've you know I've had arguments about pets. As I've already said, I had some. I've had some big cat arguments. What about tigers? Cat spats. Have you ever seen cat spats? <laughs> the buttons on them are very tiny. <laughs> and the strap that, that normally goes under the heel, it's, it's, like, uh, it's like webbing, so it, it, it goes under each toe. It's quite... Uh, I had a... We, when we used to build dens in the summer, this kid I knew had, had built... He, he, he trapped a, a pigeon in a, in, a, in a cage that he kept in the den. And uh, I said, why? That's a bit cruel, keeping the pigeon. He said, I'm teaching it to talk. <laughs> and it was one of those moments, and I thought, do I tell him? Because he was quite, a, he was quite a, a, a violent boy, and oh, I didn't want dear. him to uh, set about me. But he, um, he, <laughs> he would go, grey bird, grey bird, <laughs> grey bird, hoping that it would repeat it. And I thought... <laughs> if, if I was going to teach it to talk, I wouldn't want it to just do a simple description for very, the uh, very slow progress as well. On for that. the near sight, oh. no, there was never any. Uh, I don't. I don't even recall a. <laughs> <laughs> 
Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner. Well, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio, and I'm with Steve Williams and Laura Solon. And yes, I'm eating a biscuit. It did sound like you were eating a biscuit. I'll be honest. <laughs> you know what? I'm not eating one anymore. Nice. And that is one of the joys of swallowing, <laughs> which is actually the title of my new book. <laughs> but they said I couldn't. Uh, best not mention it on on air. So anyway. Hey Frank, Here we are. Uh, do you see the story this week that because uh, it's the dart semi-final today? Ted Hankey versus uh, Christian. Well, I can't remember his last name. Is it Kids? Christian yes. Kissed. Christian Kissed. Oh, that's yeah. a beautiful name. It is a beautiful name, isn't it? it sounds like something like a, a, a painter or a fountain would be yeah, called. Yeah, it's very Christian pretty. Fountains. It's something, of course, that I seem to remember. Susan Boyle's never been. Yes. <laughs> Isn't that what she said when she... Never uh, been kissed. That's what she said on her first ever appearance. She said something oh. like 51 and never been kissed. Perhaps oh. she meant Christian kiss. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I was talking about how she'd never absorbed his essential humanity into her own. His spirit of salt. <laughs> but Ted Hankey, I like the sound of. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. The vampire. Ted Hankey. I've seen him play darts. He's brilliant. The well, darts is a m- he's called the vampire. Is that his nickname? Yeah. Well, they've all got characters. Yeah, they're they've like the wrestling. They all have an absolutely alter ego now, which yeah? is which is so funny. Like yeah, uh, but if you're called Hankey, you want to cash in on that a bit, don't you? Ted the Kleenex Hankey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ted the sneeze. Hankey. Ted the sneeze. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's because I that darts thing. Guess who's playing darts? I read in the paper this week. Who do you think's playing darts? Well, I saw celebrity. A, yes, I saw a picture of, uh, <laughs> but it was a, it wasn't a real photograph, so I'm I'm not totally convinced. Is it? Um, Put people out there, misery. Is it Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga is playing darts in California <laughs> in a I, league of pubs. I love the sound. It makes me wonder what Lord Gaga makes of her eccentric <laughs> You know, he keeps a low profile, <laughs> but I bet he sits at home in the manor house thinking, you know, did I make a mistake when I married her? My, my, my parents said, well, she's dreadfully common. <laughs> and she's only after you for the title. And, uh, you know, I mean, you never see them together, do you? No. I, I, one wonders if they're estranged. <laughs> <laughs> She's in California. He's in the manor house. Yeah, wherever that is. I don't know. I don't know where Gargar Manor is, do you? Gargar Manor. I've known a few people with a Gargar Manor. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> So yeah, so she's uh, she's played darts. darts. Lovely. She's incredible. Can I imagine playing darts against her? I played darts against uh, Phil the Power Taylor. There's another one with a middle name, Phil the Power Taylor. Yeah. Uh, see, but he, the power is is better than um, what's he called? The vampire. Ted the vampire hanky. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> see, the trouble is, he sounds like Ted the vampire hanky. Yeah. <laughs> a bit like there's Buffy the vampire slayer and then there's that bloke who just wipes their noses <laughs> Ted the vampire hanky and uh, that you don't want to be known as that do you because I imagine there must be moments when um, if you've got Qatar vampire in is a horrible business you can't breathe you can't breathe when you're taking the blood out. <laughs> you know you're gonna, you're gonna I'm gonna oh, come to me my, my do- <laughs> oh, it's, oh no yeah, Can you, could you put some in a glass? I can't, I can't <laughs> breathe today. God, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I played with him, and uh, he said to me, I want you to hit treble 17. I said, OK. And he said, I'll give you 10 quid if you get it. Really? So I really took, really took my time and, and threw. And I, ju- I just, I was very close, just the other side of the wire. And... Uh, he said, now, 
That's how you have to throw every dart you throw when you're a professional, in practice and in tournaments. Every one, like you did with that one. Like you're about to win 10 quid. And it's a great <laughs> philosophy for life, isn't it? That to, to get he it. earn a lot more when he wins? Yeah, but if you've thrown every dart like that, even yeah. in practice, it, it, I thought there was something very beautiful. He, went, he then went on to tell me how he nearly lost his MBE after he was um, found fondling two women in, in his motorhome <laughs> after an exhibition game in Fife. <laughs> which, I bet there's a story thought I would appear on radio. No, I, 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 I didn't know where to look, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I thought I'm seeing too much behind the scenes. I like a bit of behind the scenes making off, but I didn't, I didn't want to know about the, the ladies the in the motorhome. Uh, anyway, I suppose we've all got that... Uh, that secret life going on. <laughs> Can I just say if my girlfriend's listening, I haven't. <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. Frank, we've got a text in uh, from Paul in Glasgow. The best darts name ever, Kevin the Artist Painter. Oh, that's What a good. great darts name. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of that Kevin one. Kevin the Artist Painter. It could be called the, the Decorator. No, too many. Yeah. Too many there. Kevin the Decorator Painter. Um, harking back... To your Kevin the house painter. <laughs> yeah. That would have been quite good. Harking back to I'd your... I'd drop the your, Kevin, I wouldn't bother with it at all. Sorry. Your, your friend and the pigeon story. Oh, yeah. I've had an email from Alex. Uh, it says, Dear Frank and the gang, regarding Frank's obsession... This is just about childhood endeavour, not about mm. pigeons. Regarding Frank's obsession with levitation, when I was a child, I used to have baths and put my head underwater for as long as possible in the belief that humans could breathe underwater somehow. <laughs> <laughs> It was only that no one had worked out how to do it yet. <laughs> He's a pioneer. <laughs> I also... I often yeah. thought, you know, that there has a, not enough research has gone into yeah. that, whether we can Gills. or whether we can't. Yeah. We've, just, we've just sort of... We've taken it on just face value. Yeah. But I've never, I've never properly tried it. I bet, no. I bet loads of her. I'm not... Can I just say, I'm not urging any of our listeners to try and find out if they can breathe underwater. <laughs> but I, it, it hasn't been properly explored there. Then he continues to say... I, I'm, I yeah. bet... You could learn it. Yeah, I bet that the, the snorkel industry has put pressure on the government not Lobbied. not to do that research. <laughs> Lobbied hard. Yeah, because the snorkel industry will be on its knees. It's worth <laughs> millions, the snorkel industry. Yeah, God, I mean... It's big, worse than big tobacco, the snorkel industry. I don't know how many people would... Well, I think there was that time when uh, they, people used to smoke cigars through snorkels. <laughs> Um, and I think the Monopolies Commission stopped that. <laughs> Otherwise, it was just tobacco and snorkels were running British industry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, he just he carries on saying, I also used to spend ages in phone boxes, convinced that there was a special Bond-esque number you could dial before a proper number that would give you free phone calls. Ah. <laughs> I was an only child and had a lot of time on my hands. Oh. <laughs> that suggests, doesn't it, that the only child... Only I'm trying to guess children. a number. What, what is the plural for only child? Children. Only children? Yeah. Surely you wouldn't have only childs. No, but you wouldn't Sounds have. Like a would you say there's, there's several only children in this country? Surely you would. Would you? Because children is a plural of child. This, yeah. this will be something people can text in for. <laughs> you wouldn't say, I'd like to know how many only children <laughs> there are. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like people who are only children. That's all. They're not anything else other than children. <laughs> they never manifest themselves in animal form. It's like I want to know what the plural of Elvis is. 
as in when you see more than one Elvis at a convention. Isn't that just Elvis's? It can't be Elvi. That's that's surely it's Elvi. No, I know. You have to add more letters on. It's L. We had this debate. I remember we had, a while back. I got very Jesus's. worked up about um, computer mouse and what you'd call two of them. Surely it's mice. I can't be. Why not? <laughs> it can't be. Are you dismissing it like breathing underwater? Out of hand. I'm not dismissing. Bre- I think breathing underwater is. When you said he spent a lot of time in phone boxes, I thought you meant full of water. <laughs> <laughs> you really took it to all the all the extremes. Well, wouldn't it be brilliant though, to define it that we could? It just hadn't. You know, we just sort of ta- we just accepted that. Well, like getting a cat yeah. allergy later in life. Y- yeah. You've suddenly turned the skill on. Yeah, it's less of less of a skill than breathing underwater, though. I don't know. I can't see me being brought in by MI5 for my cat allergy. <laughs> <laughs> do we do we hear anything else from our uh, beloved? We had we had a few uh, cracking emails. I think we had uh, we had another one which says, uh, Frank, here are a couple of pun-based TV shows that oh, need yeah. to be considered for oh, your list. I like these. Now, these can I say these are based on the idea. That some TV shows only get commissioned because people come up with like a, a punning title, title. Yeah, yeah. and um, well, I think you were pointed out earlier, Mod Men. Laura. Yeah, there's a new program on Sky called Mod Men, Mod in Men. which Johnny Vaughan looks into mod. <laughs> what? You're it's not only, selling it. And if there hadn't been a program called Mad Men, I don't think that would exist. <laughs> I really don't. We'd have to call it Johnny Vaughan's Mud Looking. And that's less of a good title. It just, yeah, first mod. It would be another <laughs> pun on something. Yeah. Uh, the, the email says, uh, uh, Frank, this, uh, cons- considered for your list to be commissioned purely on the name. Uh, number one, Down to Abbey. <laughs> a short ten-minute debate on a topical subject judged by Abby Clancy. <laughs> <laughs> What about Abby Titmus? So, uh, I well, that'd ma- be a more yeah, happy fit. new year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's um, nice. So what? Abby Titmus, down Abby to Abby. Into, it's at the end. Oh, ultimately, yeah. the debate is it's down to Abby to decide. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The second one is uh, a series of documentaries fe- featuring a famous outdoor adventurer who each week grills a different type of food using a small barbecue with a series finale of him actually grilling a bear. It's called Bear Grills. I Open brackets, grizzly, not polar. <laughs> I, I have to say, I, I, that one hurts me a little because I had, I had a bit of a, a Bear Grills incident this week. I think I'll tell you later. It was Bear Grills stroke Carol Vorderman what? incident. Yeah, imagine it. Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner. We, we've had a text in from a woman. We were talking about dogs causing domestic disputes earlier, and she says her dog operates in a, in a sort of a um, Solomon-like capacity in their local neighbourhood. Neighbours and couples bring their problems to the dog, and he uh, decides, like Judge Judy does, and brings actually peace and harmony to the neighbourhood. So we shouldn't forget the... Um, the conciliation service ACAS role that some dogs have in their local community. <laughs> I've made this text up, uh, but I just, it's a text I wish someone had sent it. <laughs> I was talking about Carol Vorderman and uh, Bear Grylls. What happened? And this is, uh, I don't know, this is an occupational hazard in the, uh, in the comedy business, but I've, I've been um, hosting a, a, a panel. This is my TV work, which I try not to bring up, something that really is. It's a squalid side of my career. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been hosting a, a, a panel show, and I had uh, Carol Vorderman on as a guest, and uh, I started... Uh, we were talking about um, camping 
and how she hated camping. With Carol Vorderman? Yeah. Uh, not camping with Carol Vorderman. Well, obviously, all, she always camps with Carol Vorderman. Yeah. Being Carol Vorderman. But I said I'd gone camping with Bear Grylls. And um, I was going to go on to say they aren't anywhere near as good as the George Foremans. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but I said, well, I went camping with Bear Grylls. And she said, oh, what was that like? I imagine, he, he, you know, that was quite stressful because he'd make you do quite difficult things. And I thought, I'm going to hit you now. I was, I was on my way to the George Foreman. And obviously this can happen in any panel show. But it was, it was, she didn't mean it. It wasn't a, a deliberate ploy. A block. But I felt like, it, it's like, you know, when you're driving and, and a small child walks out into the street, it's not his fault, but, you know, it's like, it's a terrible, um, scary moment. There's my story. What was camping with Bear Grylls like? I didn't go camping with Bear Grylls. It was the, oh. I said it just so I could do the George Forbes. See, who side are you on? Me or Vordermans? <laughs> Vordermans. Why? Why? What are you doing? Sudokus and detox. <laughs> Sudokus and detox. Sudokus and detox. With um, Carol Vorderman. A novel by Carol Vorderman. <laughs> <laughs> um, on an unrelated topic, yes. can I bring in an unrelated topic? Sorry, I, I know it was, a, it was an odd story, but I, I, I needed to tell someone about it. <laughs> it's, it's been rankling. It's very hard to get it's any kind rankling. of comedy counselling. I don't know if you found this, Steve. <laughs> Or, or Laura. Any comedy problems, they're just... They're, they aren't the Where specialists. We should go to Solomon the dog for arbitration. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think he... I don't know if he does comedy. I'll have a look at the... Uh, <laughs> Solomon. I'll have a look in card. the... Uh, <laughs> I've got it on the court board. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon the dog. Domestic problems solved with canine wisdom. <laughs> does he woof once for yes? Canine wisdom, of course, is the the dog that lives with my dentist. (laughs) 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 Sorry, Laura, what? It's just on an an unrelated topic. Um, I I, I have to realise in the new year that that without without formally planning it as Mm. a life strategy, um, both myself and my husband have been washing out jars, jam jars, condiment jars, and then putting them in the cupboard. We've been stockpiling them. Empty we've got jars. Empty <laughs> jars. We've got we've got ten to twelve empty jars in our limited cupboard space. And I'm wondering if this is the start of of hoarding. I'm, so presumably one of you did it, and then the other one. Well, I don't know who did it first. It's it's a it's a it's synchronicity. I suppose if you saw one in there, you'd think, well, obviously oh. they're collecting jars. I better. And I was going to throw some away the other day, and I, I said to myself out loud, I was on my own in the kitchen, I went, oh, no, I might need that for something. Yeah, you Put can't it in throw the cupboard. a jar. Everyone likes a jar. Really? Even though we have a recycling bag right next to the washing up. Did you say it out loud? Yeah, I went, oh, I might need that for something. I mm. never... I, you know what people often talk about? Oh, and I was at home, I talk to myself. And it's like a thing that people say as a confessional. You know, yeah, I talk to myself in the house, I'm a bit of a character. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I never ever talk to myself out there. Isn't that like being on a sponsored silence all of the time? I don't know. I think I'm starting to think I'm slightly aloof. (laughs) (laughs) Get on with yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You're in a huff. Yeah, I've tried to. I've tried to broach. You know, tried to make chit chat. I won't have. I simply won't have it. (laughs) It, It'd be good if Carol Vorderman stockpiled jam jars in her cupboard. Yeah, to the point where she couldn't get out to do any then panel you could shows. Call I'm it on Carol Horderman. Oh, that could be well, a title. Nice. That well. could be a title of a Sky One show. Well, I, let, let, let's have a break <laughs> after that, and we'll come back to the jars. Frank, Frank, Frank Skimmer, Frank Skimmer, Absolute Radio. 
What, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, jars. Yeah. Jars. I like the idea of hoarding jars. I think it's great. And I, do you know what I think you should do? You should wash out a, a Marmite jar because, uh, and then take the labels off it and put something like that shouldn't be in there, like butter or something. Because like, there's something macabre about a Marmite jar. That if you opened that and served it as butter, it'd be like, it's evil it's butter. It's all to be called Macarbite. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. Macarbite. We haven't... Um, Macarbite to the cat. We haven't put anything in the jars. I don't know what we're waiting for. My dad used to save jars, but he used any shed. He had, don't like, you know, screws. Cat urine kills jars. And things. Pardon? Cat urine kills jars. He kept them full of dog urine for medical emergencies. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the plant doctor who was known as <laughs> him, and, him and Solomon used to uh, stroll the area solving problems. The on antidote. The spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I've always I don't know why we don't drink out of jars. There used to be a thing that people in extreme poverty drank out of jars. But uh, they're, they're perfectly... And in some a, hipster, hipster restaurants. Yeah, they've got a nice sturdy, uh, sturdy lip on them. And uh, and also, this you know, you can take the the lid off, and it's like they've come with their own coaster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. or you true. can keep or keep the thing warm. Keep the lid on if you're eating outdoors, it's like a, a stein <laughs> in, in the in the in the, the manner of a stein. A, a biscuit rest. <laughs> a biscuit rest. Yeah. It, it could be. Yeah. yeah. It could, if this colder. If yeah. or if you wanted to try the tea to see if it was acceptable, you could just pour a bit into the lid and yeah. drink that like they did, like when they try the wine in a restaurant. <laughs> No, but I'd happily. I find all my glasses now. Once they've been in the um, the dishwasher, they've got like serrated edges. Really? They're, they're jagged. So you got to be you got to be really careful with my glasses that you get the right. Yeah, spot. I imagine you've got, you've got. Yeah, blades. they are. I have to say, if visitors come and we give them a, a glass of anything, you know, try, try not Warning. to drink out of the end that makes you bleed. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, is what we say? Yeah, I, I, my mum's a hoarder. My mum's a hoarder. Except my mum, like at least you hoard jars which are of use. My mum hoards. She's got. She hoards calendars. Old calendars. Yeah, the past. When? Are, yeah. When are they ever going to come <laughs> she, into play? She hoards the past. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. I suppose all the. I don't know how old your mum is, but um, oh, old people hoard the past. They do hoard the past, don't they? <laughs> she does it actually in a material fashion. I respect her for that. Anyway. Um, if, if our listeners hoard anything interesting, actually, I'd very much like to hear that. Absolute Radio, Frank Skinner. Frank, we've had a, uh, a series of text messages in berating me, so I feel I've misled your fans of the show. Uh, read Ted Hankey, it's not the vampire, it's the Count. A lovely oh. double meaning. Double meaning, oh, because um, daughters have to count. I yeah. prefer the vampire. As yeah, but name. let's get let's get the facts right. Yeah, it's not fa- it's not it factually. Is. Maybe if someone else wants to become a professional darts player, they can take the vampire as their yeah, moniker. So, so today, in case you're wondering, Ted the Count, Ted the Count, Hanky, he's playing uh, Christian the Seldom Kissed <laughs> <laughs> in uh, in today's. Um, I think it's a semi final, isn't it? Semi final. Yeah. yeah. Semi-final. I don't know if there's any other semi final, but I bet I know what they look like. <laughs> and then on the subject of, of hoarding, um, uh, text from my, uh, from Zoe who says my dad hoards waxed cotton hats, and bearing in mind, <laughs> bearing in mind he does not fish and so would not wear one wax cotton hat. <laughs> I think having eight might be excessive. That is now this so raises a question: a hat, When yeah. does a collection become a hoard? Is Ooh. eight a hoard? Well, 
<laughs> I think a hoard is something where you just don't want to throw it away rather than you have a desire to, to collect it. I mean, I on the wax, on the mm. wax front, I use this hair wax stuff, um, you know, as product. Grooming. Do you say <laughs> product, though? Do you call it product or wax? No, I say, where's my... I never say, where's my, because I know where it is. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Kath would say, I don't know where it is. It's your product. <laughs> But they come in lovely little neat tubs, and they last for ages, because I know you use much hair wax, but when you get to the bottom of one, it does seem a shame to throw them away. So yeah, I've got a couple of empties that I have washed out in the, in the bathroom cupboard. They're small, but I also... I think if I ever develop, say, you know, for example, a drug habit, keep me pills in <laughs> or there when I'm travelling. Or if your teeth start falling out. Yeah, I, I think I've, I've gone through that phase. They were all taken away by a small woman with wings. <laughs> Don't know what happened to those? But um, I, I've got. Um, I'm, we're talking about coasters. I'm obsessed with coasters. I don't. Know, you might. You might not know this. You two, as you're not, um, haven't been on the show uh, ten million times. But every now and again, I will. Something will happen to me where people put something on a wooden table, a hot cup on a wooden table without a coaster. And that honestly, it's. I can't. I you get gasped. so upset about it. <gasps> Why? Because it damages the table. Do you damages have an extensive collection of coasters? I have quite a lot of coasters. What's I've your favourite coaster? Well, I've got um, I've got a series of the- themed coasters, which are which are fall album covers. Oh, that's no, the quite fall. Cool. The fall is my favourite. Uh, let's call them a group. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> I've got um, I've got those. I'm quite pleased with that. Uh, but I, oh God, I, I recently on the uh, on the coffee table in our lounge, a circle has appeared and I'm oh. not happy and, and my girlfriend oh. is in denial, but who else? <laughs> who else? Or I the could. person that lives in your flat and knows about your shower. Yeah. Ooh, that's a thought. I forgot about that person. And then there's the me that won't speak to me. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'll question all of these. This is one thing I like hate tomorrow. about. I hate this about the Olympics. Don't you think the Olympic logo sublimity encourages people to not use coasters or use those Rubik's magics so you'll eventually the people are they don't know it but they're subconsciously building an Olympics logo on their coffee table (laughs) do you think people will do that this summer to celebrate them not in my flat they won't (laughs) not on my watch (laughs) not on my coffee table obviously doesn't sound quite as impressive it's not on my watch doesn't have the double meaning but you know double meanings I'll leave to um, Ted the Count Hanky <laughs> the master of the uh, of the ambiguous nickname <laughs> <laughs> hey Frank we've got another text in actually it's quite funny Derek Cora this is for your your TV programmes uh, puns uh, yeah. that should be commissioned on their, their title Derek Cora and David Dickinson in Bargain Haunt <laughs> <laughs> anyway if you'd like to who is that from uh, it doesn't say okay, 474. 474 will set off about you. Thank you, 474. <laughs> uh, so you'll be able to download only oh, watches. Come on, donate it when that happens. Um, you'll be able to. I'm going to take it off. Sim- I can't get it off. I I've swollen. I've swollen mid show. <laughs> You've been a right trooper today. Headphones that have been tight and Yeah, coiled. I can't. I'm, I'm struggling. The producer's just looking at me. She can see me struggling. <laughs> So, Not The Weekend podcast is available from Wednesday, and you can download that. It's a completely uh, different show. And uh, Mark Crossley is on next. Don't don't help me now. It's too late now. <laughs> you are like... Um, you're like the man who watches someone drowning, manage to get themselves to the bank, and then go over and help them. 
That's what, that's what you're like. Um, so anyway, that, that's about it. Thank you very much. Um, Laura, you're off to LA next week. Yeah, no, Utah first. Oh, you're off to Utah. Okay. Uh, good. And uh, so um, thank you for... It's been great having you on the show recently. Steve, always a lovely pleasure to have you on. And... Um, We'll be back next week. Oh, that is, if the good Lord's willing and the creeks don't rise. So, um, you tar a bit. I mean, sorry, tar a bit. <laughs> Absolute Radio with Frank Skinner.